1: that there is a larger consciousness a larger beingness a larger isness than me or the people on the planet
0: welcome to the liberated healer podcast where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality energetic healing and everything in between and beyond take an adventure on a shooting star with your host gina and linnea offering their wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hi, everybody. This is Gina Cavalier, and I'm the host of the Liberated Healer podcast. I'm the Liberated Healer, liberatedhealer.com. And today is my guest, Susan Burrell. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm so curious to see
1: where, uh, where we're going to be led in this conversation.
0: Me too because I didn't over prepare which I usually do. Um Woo-hoo. and so that was I would, better for me. Sometimes it's like let's just find out who this person is and what got them started and how this journey started for them and uh, go ahead and let us let some of the listeners know about you. Well,
1: uh so uh my journey really began uh because I was questing. I was a spiritual quester at the ripe age of like 17, 18 and, um, was being led. Not that I was like, Hey, I want to know about spirit. And, you know, I, I I was just curious and one thing would lead me to another thing. You know, I talked to, uh, somebody who was a Baha'i, I was researching metaphysics. I, you know, I was, studying in my twenties, I studied with shamans and a couple of, uh, medicine women. And, um, just cause I was curious, you know, and that was still, like the ancillary thing I wanted to know about, uh, while I was living my life, right. As, uh, pursuing a, an acting career. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, you know, fast forward here I am now, uh, as a, an intuitive healer and a spiritual guide. And that's who I am. That's what I do. It's why I was born here yet again, to, uh, to be that in this uh, uh, exciting, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Fun mm-hmm. huh, I- <laughs> time. It, 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 yeah. So, and I think there's lots of us that have been called to be here. On planet earth right now, right now, because it's, uh, because the world has changed and humanity hasn't caught up yet.
0: And I like in your sessions on, um, Susan where you were talking about people that are ready to come to you, they better get ready to do some work. And I agree with that because, you know, it is so hard as um, a spiritual, you know, teacher or intuitive healer to have people come to you and just go, oh, just, can you fix me, you know? And, um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that really resonated with me, um, on both ends.
1: Well, you know, it's so interesting, Gina, because, um, when I was younger, I went to psychics and, you know, mediums because I wanted to be fixed. I wanted to know, you know, I wanted to know the thing I thought I didn't know about myself. Right. You know, like I came from, planet neptune or you know whatever and um actually it's a different planet but well that's a different conversation uh but you know all the bumps and grinds of my life and uh being at being a scorpio that the the animal totem if you will of a scorpio is a phoenix and the feet pho- if anybody's watched harry potter you know a phoenix is a bird who uh when they start to malt, they burn up. And out of their ashes, they are reborn again. And that's basically been the story of my personal journey is I think I'm chugging along, I finally got it right, and then everything burns up, literally. And, yes. uh, and so I realized it's there isn't anybody outside of me. It took me a long time. There isn't anybody outside of you who knows who you are, except for you. You have all the answers, all the solutions right within your, the wisdom of your heart, which I, I talk about and talk to my wisdom, wisdom of my heart um, often now. And because that's where all the answers are, there's, there's nothing outside, like love is right there in the wisdom of your heart, right? Happiness, contentment, peace, creativity you don't have to go outside of you but it took me
0: a while to figure that out that's exactly what the liberated healer means is I wanted to give people you know positive tools and content so that they could help themselves when they need it instead of the can I book a session with you and I don't know what you did I feel okay for right now but now that you know a few weeks later I'm I'm just feeling the same way again and it's taking that responsibility of, you know, I, I want to, I want to heal myself often. And so that's exactly why I created the, that's what the liberated healer means is that individual, everybody has is liberated in their own healing. So I, we really I love that. I really appreciate that. And so you're very aligned with our type of, um, uh, storytelling through that. Um, but you also need a guide, right? So you need somebody saying, Hey, that's okay. You're going to feel bad before it gets better. And then when you feeling really, really good, all of a sudden you feel bad again. And that's called a growth period is what I call it. Right? Yep. Well, I'll tell you, Gina,
1: I, um, I've never liked to do anything by myself. Like, you know, when I was younger, if I had to go to a party, I always wanted a friend with me. They didn't have to hang out with me the whole time. But I just needed to know that there was a safety person, you know, somebody that would help me feel safe while I was in a new experience or an environment or whatever. And and consequently, throughout the course of my life, I've always had support circles. You know, uh, when I was a young mom, I called together a group of young, other young moms. Some were homeschooling, some were working women, you know, so we could talk about how are we raising our kids? You know, this is when they were really little. And then when my son was a teenager, I called together another circle of moms. Oh my God, they're smoking pot. What do we do? You know, (laughs) on and on. But it always uh, anchored in uh, awareness that there's more, uh, hold on, awareness That there is a larger consciousness, a larger beingness, a larger isness than me or the people on the planet. So, so, uh, finding how to source that energy, I call it source energy. So yeah, it's how you source that energy for your own, for my personal, this is what my, the last 10 years have been about for me at least how to heal myself from the inside out. And I, and that requires a spiritual practice for me that requires sitting and talking to the wisdom of my heart and, and meditating and listening, listening a lot.
0: Do you have long periods of time all of a sudden that are no, uh, you know, that's what I'm trying to say is when you're in this business and you're working on this a lot, right. You can get on this like spiritual high almost where we're kind of gliding and all is like, seems like it's fitting and you get these clients and it's super rewarding and you're just like, Oh, and you have this beautiful moment. And all of a sudden, um, it just, the energy stops and you're kind of, do you have the, and then you, it's almost like you're now it's even harder because you're having to try to get back to that, um, feeling of gliding and it comes back. But what do you do in those moments where um, it's that period uh, in between the high and the low and you're trying to get back? What do you do for yourself? I I go take a nap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do. I go. I do. I I, I have now over the last two years, I have nap time in my schedule. I, I nap for either half an hour, sometimes two hours. It depends on what my body needs for replenishment because the the so the truth is is if you if you we us that are that are doing this um empathic healing work we get depleted and 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 so i can only speak for me i guess i'll just talk yeah. about me gina oh my god <laughs>
0: I, if people talk about, well, I, are you protecting yourself? Yes, of course we protect our energy, but it, there's, it's energy is all over. You can put as many barriers as you want when you're doing work, it's going to seep in. Correct.
1: It does. And, um, and being empathic, you have to uh, allow yourself to, well, you don't, I, I try and allow myself to be open, which means vulnerable, right. To hearing what, Uh, what needs to be said you know I I always do an invocation at the beginning uh, of a session where I ask for um, truth to be revealed for healing for integration or for release in fact as I just said that I I feel activated uh, at the back of my head so the energy starts flowing in the minute I am asking for truth not what the person's story is or you know, how are we going to fix the story? Or but what's the truth? What's the thing that the person or that I am most afraid of facing? Because I've learned that the quickest way to deal with fear is to face it. Sometimes you have to befriend it, which is, but um, to face it so that you can uh, move through it, or you can see what it's trying to point out to you, what what you're where you're not really listening and being empathic we often uh i I do uh even if i've had my best protections on i will feel drained just walking through a supermarket you know and so yeah so
0: that's what i do to take care of myself and it's part of the reason why i even started doing certain seeking spiritual help was because i just uh, like I would go to a concert or something and it'd be around all these people. And I would like, I have to leave. And I, I just literally felt at a very young age, just no energy in my body. And I would have to go yep. lay down. And uh, I, you know, I was sick for a while and I developed chronic fatigue syndrome um, and I wound up actually curing that years later, but it, it feels just like that, where there's just, you have to just lay there and your mind is really active, but you, there's almost like it's all out of your body. Um, Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: I have that. I have that all the time. I, especially after lockdown, I've become very aware. uh, There are certain scenarios I can't enter into. And uh, fortunately, or unfortunately that my, my spouse, his energy amps up. He loves to go into a science museum and play with all the joggers and (laughs) Dealy do's. I I'm in there for 10 minutes and I feel sick. You know, he loves to go to theme parks. I'm like, I can't do it. I'm going to be, I'll be out for three days. I can't do it. You know? And fortunately he's, uh, intuitive enough himself and an energy worker himself that he's like, okay, we won't, we won't do that. We were, we went to Italy in April and he really wanted to go into the Sistine chapel. Ooh. And everything inside of me was like, no, 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 in Rome, you know, no, 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 no. I wasn't even sure I wanted to go to Rome. And the woman that was helping us uh, plan our trip said to me, "She goes, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate the Sistine Chapel. Let me tell you what happens when you go in there." And then she said, uh, "The the sacred geometry of where the Vatican is, yeah, is so." counterintuitive that it sucks energy yeah it sucks your energy and she said then you have to go over to the pantheon across town and stand in the center so you can fill your energy back up and (gasps) so we didn't do the Sistine Chapel my my spouse really wanted to see it because he's an artist really did let it go and we went into the pantheon and we were both like okay yeah I feel it I feel it feels good here so um interesting I just have to be so aware now uh, at, cause when I'm not, it knocks me over.
0: Yeah. So. And, and that could take a little while to recover. Um, so you have a, um, a class that you guys did way back about, are you curious about life after death? I was a little curious about what that class was like, or what kind what stuff you were teaching people or,
1: uh, so, um, about a year ago, I interviewed the author of a book called The Luminous Landscape of the Afterlife. His name is Matthew McKay. And Matt is the father of a young guy. Well, it's been years now. Who His son died a brutal death at age 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Matt was in so much grief. He started doing past life regressions. He started like trying to find, you know, because he just wanted to talk to his son. Mm-hmm. And so he started doing, um, channeled writing and his son came through and the luminous landscape of the afterlife is their third book that they've written together
0: wow and
1: so when i was talking to matt i I, you know all my bells and whistles all my energy systems were like were like flaring going boom boom you got to do this you got to talk so um i got his permission to teach a class on it and so i created a class was heavy slogging to do that and of yeah. course. and um with meditations, that uh, they have Matthew and his son Jordan have some meditations in the book. um, but mm-hmm. I augmented those because um some of them were, uh, I wanted the energy in the in the because it, it sometimes, when people at least for me when i'm reading a guide reading a guided meditation you know it's like okay close your eyes and take a breath well now i'm not i can't read what i'm supposed to do next you know <laughs> so so <laughs> matt matt gave me the permission to uh, create guided meditations based on those those that are in the book but i got to augment those as well and it was fascinating we we did a live class and we did a class on zoom and it was fascinating for the students um, to really begin to understand what spirit is because it's all about spirit and it's all about love and the more we uh practice our and uh raise our vibration in love while we're still in body the easier our, trans- easier our transition has been. So, so in order to raise the vibration of love, like I started working on this, oh, months and months and months before I talked to Matthew. Uh, I, was, I really felt that I needed to tune my body up higher, uh, yeah. which of course then I had to take more naps. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, because I wanted to heal my body of, um, I've been a type one insulin dependent diabetic for 30 years. Okay, and so I thought now's the time. Let's do it. I took off a year from my business and let's do it. And daily, I sat in meditation. I journaled. I listened. I uh, did all sorts of different kind of work, uh, ancestral work, because it wasn't about the the physicality of the dis-ease, It was the belief systems and then generational and ancestral belief systems. You know, because everybody says, "Oh, you, you know." your mother had cancer. Well, it runs in your family. I'm here to tell you, that's a crock. Yeah. (laughs) If you, if you, if you want to believe it does go right ahead and just follow the way of your predecessors, but that anyway, so I was doing all that kind of work when I finally talked to Matthew. And so um, what I really got out of reading the book, which is why I felt called to teach it is the more we can practice being a high vibration of love. The brighter we shine, right, yeah. and um, the easier it becomes to forgive ourselves, and consequently forgive others, and the easier it becomes to find peace in this—the center of this. Uh, sorry, I was going to say yeah. a bad word. Uh, this uh, experience we're having called life. Yeah. So, um, and it's not easy. It's not easy to just vibe into love. No, it takes
0: dedication. This is not an easy easy channel. I mean, like, oh, people like, oh, you talk about spirituality. It's all light. It's like, actually, no, I mean, it's the hardest work you'll ever do in your life. And just completely grounded. And, um, like you're saying, raising up with love, you know, sometimes you have to get through that anger that uh something that's deep inside of you you're, you're mad at the world about something and it comes up and you have nowhere to put it and then you're like oh i'm a healer i'm supposed to be all like you know yeah. oh that's the biggest uh crock anybody can that's like
1: putting uh earplugs and bl- a blindfold on to say oh i'm a healer it's all good because <laughs> it's not all good it's shit and um and it's going to be shit for uh maybe a couple more decades or centuries. We don't know, we don't know. but it's, it's crap now. And in, in but the thing that helps individual souls progress. So the thing that um, came out of that book is that we're all souls that have decided to incarnate on planet earth in order to grow, in order to uh, learn. And then our learning, when we pass on, goes back, when we go to the afterlife, when we cross into the other side, all that we've learned in this little itty bitty lifetime gets shared, minuscule, minuscule, right? Gets shared with the greatest uh, awareness that is beyond uh, definition, right? The oneness, the allness, the I am presence. And uh, and so then the, all the souls learn when that is, with as I'm learning when I cross over, what I've learned will be shared with everyone and vice versa. And as we're embodied, we can tap into that right now. We can tap into it. Just a lot of us choose not to because yeah, you know, for whatever and, reason.
0: And actually um, all the division techniques where like either politics or religion just constantly dividing us when actually in all reality, we are a little piece of each other. And a lot of people don't like that because, you know, maybe they're like, well, I'm never going to be a piece of that guy. You know, it's like, but you kind of really are, you know, and, and when you're resistance again, understanding that, um, maybe somebody else's lifestyle or the way they think, you know, then that just actually goes right back as a boomerang on you with that resistance. Now you're resisting, you're doing, you are, you have become the thing that you don't like, which is exactly, you know what I mean? So, um, it's,
1: it's important that we, uh, and believe me, I was the one screaming at the television during election time. You know, I was the one flabbergasted on January 6th. I'm, I, I was, Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's been a hard, hard 10 years or more and politically, um, and then to learn to love in spite of that to love anyway to love beyond measure anyway that and that's our that's the true calling that's the re- only reason why we're here on planet earth and we, and then we choose to go through daily do's, you know oh yeah I'll I'll be that person I'll no I'll you know and we have a soul group and parts of the soul group say yeah yeah I'll come and be your mean awful ugly stepmom or you know whatever it is and so we can learn yeah I'll help you learn you know, and there's some lessons that we're watching, witnessing, that maybe you've experienced that are not lessons that a nor- that any sane individual would say, I want to learn that. Like Matthew's son, yeah, I want to get shot by some gang guys at age twenty. I- I'm I'm choosing that. Yeah. And yet we do. We have we choose the course of our life all the time because we have that freedom.
0: So, I mean, this sensitive topic that I am thinking about right now, but, you know, with all the mass shootings and, um, a lot of people don't like to talk about the actual shooters because it's giving them airtime. But, um, what I've been kind of thinking about in my heart with those people is that they stopped loving themselves a long time ago. You know, they have no, they, starts with not loving themselves. And then not loving others, right? So they they are in severe hate of themselves first. Yes. And that's
1: a very sad and dark place for, for any individual to be in. And the more individuals incarnate with that residue, the darker that soul becomes. And, and then each incarnation, even though they said, no, I'll be the bright and shiny light this time. If that dark residue residue is not addressed well enough if the soul is not strong enough then they fall back you know and you see that when how many times have you said hey i'm going to go on a diet i'm not going to eat that for a long time and then you're you know within a week you're off of the the, the wagon right so it's the same kind of thing the the, the perpetrator says i'm not going to do that anymore until they get incarnated and they're like oh but that felt that's it's so much easier to do this crappy thing than to do this high and mighty thing. Or, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that are uh, doing past life regressions. Um, I interviewed a, an amazing woman who's written a book called um, lost soul, wise soul. I'll think of her name in a minute. I love this woman. And, um, and she talks about interviewing regressing people uh, where they have chosen to be the perpetrator for lifetimes, 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 eon lifetimes. And they still, until their, their soul gets so dark and it takes some shocking thing, you know, you would think that murdering and butchering somebody is shocking enough to wake you up, but something happens. And it's because of what you just said, Gina, because as the soul begins to darken, they lose, the, they lose sight of the truth of their beingness. They lose sight that they are a spark of love, that they are a spark of light. They forget. And, um, and then do heinous things and then who would ever love this soul? And so they come back and do more heinous things for centuries.
0: Mm-hmm. Spanish Inquisition yeah. centuries,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Uh, World War yeah. II, the Holocaust have you heard of alba Weinman? she does hypnotherapy she's on youtube but i watched one of her channels and um she puts him in a hypnotherapist a hypnotherapy and everyone's different but this one gentleman he was vlad the impaler right and he was talking about that and um just knowing that that story of that person. And he, he actually wanted to blur his face because of his past life regression. You know what I mean? He didn't want people to know that that was what he was experiencing. But.
1: Well, and those kind of things are not for the faint of heart. You know, a lot of people go, Oh, I'm going to find out I had this amazing. It's not for the faint of heart. Like you said earlier, uh, uh, becoming a spiritual person, becoming consciously aware that we are spiritual beings takes a lot of work and willingness to face our anger, face our fear, face our shame, like this guy, you know, and, and, and there's so many of us that have pockets of shame that we've never addressed. And we think that shame is just from this lifetime. And it's not, you know, it's so not. So no. I, when, when I took off my year last year, I was, I started dealing with shame. Um, ancestrally. And I, I heard very clearly, you need to heal the generations of women in your family of the shame. And I'm like, Oh my God, what happened to them? Blah, blah. But you know, women get subjected to so much shameful stuff and they have for eons. So what I, so I had to face my, the, the ancestors and And do some loving work and energy work and healing work and forgiveness and accepting that, accepting them for, for who they were at the time and what they could and couldn't do, you know? So looking at these pockets uh, is so important because you're also, you're not just freeing yourself of the anger, the shame, the blame, whatever, the guilt. But you're freeing generations past, and then that sets up the future to have a better life.
0: Shame is such a uh Brene Brown had, you know, a lot of success with her book. And um, I was really happy to hear people talking about shame. You, you know, it's first thing that happens when you lose a job or you get outside of a circle of friends or whatever. You go right into this shame. I'm kind of going through something right now where I'm feeling a little shame, and it's because of, um, you know, the 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 failure or the letting people down or maybe I maybe I didn't handle it right. You know, we just have to do the best we can. And really, what 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 is really hard, and I think, to express just living life on a, in, in a living a healer on an outside normal person's life is that we make quick decisions because if it doesn't feel right, you know, and people watch that. And if they're not used to that, they're like, what do you mean? They're like, um, yeah, I, I don't think this job is right for me. I'm sorry. Well, you just took it. Well, it felt right two weeks ago, but something has shifted. <laughs> and, and, and then you kind of go into the shame, like going, am I just crazy? Like, you know, but why is my gut like everything inside of me is saying no, 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 no? And then when you listen to it, you you automatically go into the shame, like I'm letting people down. I'm going to be judged. Um, that's so, so your
1: gut, you, you, you 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 and anybody that's listening that is relating to what Gina is saying, it it is you just said you got to go with your gut. People talk about that all the time. The gut is it's either you go with your gut or your intuition. That's where, the, your, that's where your intuition resides in your heart and your gut. And, um, and the gut or your intuition is your guidance system, right? And it's your guidance system for, uh, for helping you to be unified within your, your own field, within your own energetic field um, and to understand and be able to trust yourself And trust the truth of who you are, not what other people this is you know, the pandemic was either we're all lemmings, (laughs) we're all gonna be lemmings jumping, you know, to get that vaccine, or we're not, you Mm -hmm. know, and then those of us that are not get shamed and blamed for the thing that they have nothing, they didn't even bring it in the first place, you know. So so we so if we do not start listening to our intuition our gut our gut saying no 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 don't walk down that alley or yeah it felt right two weeks ago but really now i get it and it's not yeah. I, you know Gina i have a question how many times because i do this often oh my god if if i don't listen to my gut if i don't listen to my intuition i will i and i hear it you know or i feel it it's like right at the back It's like a little at the back of my brain. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but this, you know, this it's okay. This time I get slammed into a brick wall every time when I've made a choice that is not intuitively aligned with who I am. And it's so uncomfortable, but I've I've lived long enough. I need to listen.
0: I'm kind of, sometimes I will say, you know what? I'm going to actually go down this road. Even though my intuition says it's not because I feel like there might be a little less another tiny little lesson in it. So sometimes even I'll let myself go that way. But it used the lesson is usually painful. (laughs) And then you're like, yeah, the lesson was listen to yourself again. (laughs) You didn't have to and again and again. Yeah. 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 And trying to avoid that is, you know, and to keep yourself like sane but it is really hard because you do have a lot of outside influences and I think that's what people have a hard time understanding how to, to navigate that. Because especially like your partner, you know, like for example, my partner is like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know, and he's, and then I'm like, please just trust me. And, you know, he's been with me long enough to go, okay, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Like at all, like, how does that correlate to that? But okay, I trust you. And then thank God he can let it go and go do something that takes his mind off it. But, um, you know, I think it's also important, like you were saying, you seem to have a partner that understands that navigation that you have. Um, My partner doesn't talk a lot about spirituality. He's a quiet, quiet German man, but um, his soul is already kind of... um, I always look at him as he already has that consciousness in his body. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have to do this, do the hard journey like I'm doing, but he's still on the same wavelength, the same, you know, does that make any sense to you? I feel like maybe you're resonating. Yes. Know. Yes.
1: It, that makes complete sense. And it, and, it, and, and it, it, Oh, this is what I'm hearing is, um, it's time for women, right? We've seen this for the last three, four, five, blah, blah years. Um, we are coming out. You know, the Dalai Lama said it's the Western woman that will uh, heal the world. And, and and so we're the ones that, we're the ones doing the heavy lifting now. You, the, the guys did it. I don't know. When did they do it? Let's
0: see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was something I was <laughs> Oh, world, yeah, War II, but, world War two
1: World War one they did do a lot of dying for humanity and 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 all the wrong reasons but um but I really think it's the because we've all women are built with this intuitive radar we come in with it for, for generations after generations and we because anybody that's been a mom you know when you have a newborn baby your intuition is heightened you, you know, that's why you don't get any sleep because you're like, where is the baby alive? Is the baby, does she need to eat? Do they need to get diaper change? What's going on? What's going on? You know, at four in the morning or one in the morning. And so our intuition is just built that way to listen. And, and, and what I also noticed like with my spouse is he, he doesn't need to talk about it. If he, if he needs to, if he feels something needs to be done, like uh, energetically, spiritually, he just, stands up or stands next to you or puts his hand on your shoulder or, you know, he does, he runs energy all the time. He's very electrical, which is why we met, you know, when we met. Um, but he just does it without having to make a big deal out of it. And maybe there's just a lot of guys out there that just do. And we're the ones because we get to be vocal now uh, who are saying, Hey, pay attention, pay attention. Let's all dig in and work together.
0: Maybe so- that's, perfect union that you and i both have because it's like if it was two of us just completely vocal it would just be exhausting
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: yes i and wouldn't
1: want to take turns <laughs> yeah yeah but he um, my spouse and i take turns he he when he gets triggered i i just take one step back let him go well listen, he does a lot for bit. Me.
0: um why don't you explain a little bit what's going on with the book that you created and I saw that there's a lot, I'm like, where is it? Because I'm taking notes. <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> where is it? Um, yes, so uh, Live an Empowered Life by Susan Burrell, a 30-day journey book prepared with daily meditations and wisdoms. And thank you for sending that over to me. Let's talk about this a little bit. Um, well,
1: that, that book wrote itself and it's came out of um it's a, it's a workbook everybody it's a workbook you got to do the work I'm big on doing the work and I'm I'm like we said earlier I'm not going to do the work for you but I will definitely walk with you so the book is interactive with my website because I have guided meditations um there's certain tasks I ask you to do like um EFT which is tapping and so there's a video there that shows you how to do tapping if you aren't aware of it um halfway through the book once you've uh done some of the work we do mind mapping which is uh drawing circles on a piece of paper non-linear way of seeing what your yes seeing what your life purpose really needs to be about but first it's about writing out your your the garbage in your head writing out the story you run all the time and i've come to a place i i watch myself now when i have it when i'm running my story whatever that is you know I, 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 I'll I run it, blah, 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 and I'll tell somebody, blah blah, 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 story, and then I stop. Okay, that's one. I'm not going to tell anymore. And then I find myself telling a second person. I'm like, okay, that's two. If I hit three people that I have told the same story to, I'm done. That's it. No more story. You don't get to, don't tell the story. Yeah. But so we need to, as I... I think we all need to be able to talk that story out. So journaling it out is very important. You get rid of that garbage. So you're not constantly hooked. And then once you get rid of enough of it, you're able to see, you know, who are you now, right? Ask that question, who am I now? But you also get to see where are you holding yourself back? So that usually means you're angry or afraid Mm -hmm. and everybody anger covers fear. So, you know, it's like rock, paper, scissors. Anger goes on top of fear. Yeah,
0: you know? because and I guess what you're saying too is that um, you're when you're talking so many stories over and over and over again, right? You become those, and so maybe they're 20 years old, right? My husband left me. Oh yeah, every time you see a new person, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a ex. My husband left me. That still that energy still sticks with you, you know. A lot of times with problems my friends have with me is I'll run into a really old friend and they'll start saying, remember, we did that when we did this. And I just like, yeah, but I don't have no emotional connection to it anymore because that story is an almost another person, you know, exactly it's Done the work to get rid of that story and the energy of that story. And that's also very uh, hard for people to understand. With me because they and but when you do the work, you'll notice like that's not in my. I'm not, I'm a We're, different, Eugene. I wish I could change my name sometimes <laughs> because I almost feel like a different version of myself, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, of course, we all are. I've lived so many decades now um, that while there is still a common thread of me, I am so different. You know, years ago when I would come home or go visit my mom and dad and, and I would eat something different. And she's like, you don't like that. You never used, to, you'd never eat that. I'm like, mom, you know, I I'm, I'm 20 years older. I'm yeah. Now I eat a lot of different things, you know, so it's, it's, it's people's expectation of us that can uh, keep us stuck. Um, I have a guided meditation toward the end of the book about uh shackles where are you feeling shackled in your life um so that you can find your true freedom um so it's definitely it's it's also there's some easy days where you can just you can read an affirmation all the affirmations that are in the book i wrote and worked for myself when i was going through a very contentious divorce because i knew i wanted to come out loving myself more than i ever had and i i had when i filed for divorce i realized i didn't love myself i didn't know myself i didn't respect myself and i knew i had a second half of life so uh, so um the work is actually proven i guess you know the book is is proven because it's everything i did to come out of that divorce healthier happier and um loving myself so um it, it's it's uh, it's not to be taken lightly but then I'm I'm a very serious person, Gina. So,
0: oh, but yeah. you're serious, and I'm Aquarius, so we are. <laughs> yeah. So, I this has really been a great chat, and um, I'd love. I'm going to link all the information that you talked about, the different books, and um, into uh. So this is on Spotify and all the different distribution channels, and also on our YouTube channel. And thank you for being here today. Do you want to um say an information or do a little? meditation or anything to take us
1: out oh that's lovely actually I don't know if you can see in the picture there's a oops over here there's a red thing hanging on my wall it's an affirmation from the book and it says today I stand at the edge of my life filled with a divine loving energy supporting me in all that I am and all that I do
0: Mm. and there you have it Thank you so much, Susan. And we'll be seeing you again. And thank you, everybody. This has been The Liberated Healer. I'm Dina Cavalier, The Liberated Healer. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find us online at theliberatedhealer.com, on Instagram at Liberated Healer Podcast, or on Facebook at The Liberated Healer. Give us a follow,
1: subscribe,
0: send us a message if you so feel, and thank you for your support.